Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 188, the one from a torrential downpour right here in beautiful Long Island. If you're coming to Long Island Retro Gaming this week, hopefully this isn't still here. Do we know the weather? Uh, I'm sure you can look it up. The weather's going to be... Uh, weather. The weather's going to be... Uh, I'm trying to think of a way to say that we're going to be there, and like, oh, I can't do it. My yeah. brain's not there today. No. I'm trying to make a pun. It's, 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 not one, of those, it's one of those Weather's going to be real hairy. Yeah. And and white. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's us. Yep. Hi, everybody. Hey, everyone. Everybody tune out. Yeah. Thumbs down this video. <laughs> not one of our better ones. <laughs> not, not, a good, not a good start. Hello, Hot Pancakes. Hello, V. Lopez. Hello, Bob Woods. Hello, Freddie Martinez. Hello, Kevin something or other. Kathy, hello, everybody. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here. How y'all doing? Uh, why is my closed captioning on? It's doing its best, the closed captioning. Really? <laughs> it's, doing, it's doing its damnedest. Uh, hey, special thanks to Trip Gold, uh, Milo Slav Justice, Jason Gardner, Chris Green, Beth Ann Oxendale, and Pip Hardwick for being members here on YouTube. Nice. Thanks, guys. Uh, we got a lot going on here. Yes. Our, our list is very long. There's a lot that happened for some reason. Yeah, a lot of it, I felt, came today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got kind of blindsided by the new Switch revision. We didn't know exactly when it was coming. Yeah. But it came, like, over the weekend. All of a sudden, it was showing up in stores and yeah. stuff. Yeah. This is the regular Nintendo Switch, mm -hmm. the one that everybody has already. Yes. It just has a better battery life. And a new box. And a new box. Yes. A uh, bunch of people making videos on it. I didn't make a video on it for two reasons. One, mm -hmm. it kind of dropped over the weekend, and I was already, I already had another video planned. Mm -hmm. And two, what the hell am I going to say? It's got a better battery life. I got to right. test the battery life, yeah. and that's going to take forever. Yeah. You know? So... There's not there's not much to say, but some people were making videos on it and they were finding all these different things that were different about it. Are the different things just like weird little quirky things, or are they substantial? Weird little quirky things. Okay, they they're like stretches. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, it's, <laughs> it sounds like people just trying to find something different. Right. Uh, but we're gonna go through everything mm -hmm. right now. Um. So. I had an article, but your article is way better. <laughs> this is uh, The Verge. Yes. Uh, Nintendo Switch Lite FCC filings confirm a small, a smaller battery, new processor, and Odin fixation. Wait, smaller battery? Oh, this is Switch Lite. Oh, yeah. Wait. I thought... Yeah, no, it's a Switch Lite. But, but they also talk about the, the new revision in this, right? I think so. All right, well, let's read the article. Yeah. The new Switch Lite and the slightly improved Nintendo Switch have appear each appeared in photos at the FCC. Okay, okay so it is there you go. Uh, as, and as you'd hope, they've both been thoroughly dissected so we can get a closer look at what Nintendo seems to have changed from their original model and what it hasn't. Uh, Nintendo claims that battery life is improved in the Switch Lite uh, relative to the original Switch. And hours of additional battery life is also the only really tangible difference between the slightly updated Switch and the original. But Nintendo isn't accomplishing uh, that in either device by using a bigger battery. Instead, it's using a more power efficient processor, which is exactly what we anticipate. Yes. 
Uh, according to the photo seen below, uh, compiled with filings from the FCC, the Switch Lite uses a 13.6 watt hour battery, which is actually 16% smaller than the 16 watt hour battery in the regular Switch. That I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, no, that's the Switch Lite. We knew that. No, we did know that. We did yes, know that the battery yes. is going to be smaller. Mm -hmm. Okay. This whole regular, this whole switch revision and switch light thing is very confusing. Interestingly, the battery inside of the uh, revised switch is unchanged from the original. It uses the same 16 watt hour battery. That was to be expected. Yeah, uh, that's what the boards look like. Uh. They don't do a good job of saying what the original one, what the revised one. I'm guessing that's the original and that's the revised. And then that's the Switch Lite. That's definitely the Switch Lite. I have better pictures of what the Switch Lite looks like on the inside. Yeah. That I'll show later. One obvious reason why the Switch Lite might have better battery life despite using a smaller battery is that it requires less power to run. The display is smaller and no removable Joy-Con controllers means that the Switch Lite's battery doesn't need to be used to charge them. Nintendo also said that it's using a more power-efficient chip layout that we also talked about. Mm -hmm. Uh, then there's the new slightly updated full switch. This is the switch revision. Yes. Everybody get your ears on. Yes. There are two ways to get better, better battery life by increasing the size of the batteries or making the processor more efficient. Nintendo is clearly doing the latter. We got a good hint of that from the FCC leaks in early July and Nintendo confirmed that it was using a new CPU just a week later. Now that the FCC has released photos, we can also see that Nintendo is using different boards with each of its Switch models, and they are each named after important figures in Norse mythology. If you look closely at the bottom of the main boards, below where, uh, where the processor is, and to the left of the USB-C port, you can see the original Switch has Odin spelled out on its board, and a corresponding ODNX01, A2, appears on the processor, likely signifying that it's a Tegra 1. Tegra X1. Tegra X1. I'm yes. so sorry. Uh, now, again, is this the new one or the, or the old one? Uh, the original, the Switch. original Switch is Odin, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah. And that's the one that's the Tegra X1. Yeah. Something to note is that we still have no idea what the processor is on the new original on the new Switch revision. We don't? We don't. I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't really? find like what the hell the actual processor is. Everyone's but just it, speculating that's the Tegra X2. It's confirmed it's a new processor. It's confirmed it's different. Okay. So it's probably it might just be a different revision of the X1. Also true. Yeah. Because I know also there's true. like, I know Intel makes like 10 different versions of like the i3 and the i5. So here's how processor manufacturing works. It's very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, they just make processors. Mm -hmm. They just put them on the line and they just fart them out. And yeah. then they test them and see uh, the speeds. And then they and then they just, like this, this one's uh, an i5. This one's an i7. Yeah. That's what they, so they don't actually go, let's make. 10 i9s today yeah. they don't do that they go these are all i9s these are all i7s they yeah. can't really like pinpoint the uh speeds of them mm -hmm. so that's that's how they make processors so they just they make a bunch and then they drag and then they drag the ones that that yeah. seem to fit into different categories so every processor is different mm -hmm. it's like a fingerprint yeah um 
I don't know why I explained all that. But <laughs> yes, you're right. This could just be another Tegra X1. Yeah. But like slightly different. Yeah. Anyway, the new Switch Lite has Valley on it. The name of a son of Odin. Do you know anything about that son of Odin? I've never no. heard of that before in my life. So what does that... I mean, it's not a Marvel person so i, mean, I don't know yeah, i'm sure it. there's a marvel character i also didn't get that far in god of war Va valley is a son is a son of the god odin and the giantess uh rinder valley has numerous brothers including thor balder and i'm not even trying to pronounce that <laughs> uh what is he the god of i keep talking the god of uh the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. So what does that make the revised Switch for 2019? Not Thor, Balder, or Valley, actually. It says Modin on it, which may designate that it's a modified version of the Odin board and the processor. We're going through this tour of Valhalla to make a point. Odin has another son that Nintendo hasn't uh, used yet, Thor. Or Loki. Uh, Loki's technically not a son. Okay, never mind. I, again, I only know the Marvel version. Right. Essentially, Nintendo still has room to name uh, its rumored Switch Pro after the hammer wielder. As much as this makes sense, some of this is speculation. We don't know exactly what Nintendo will do with its boards in the future, and, it, and the parts that Nintendo is using to aid in battery life are hidden behind thermal paste and heat spreader. But hopefully, I fix it, and other teardown sites will break them open soon. Speaking of those other teardown yeah. sites, uh, this is the filing from the FCC. Um, this is what the inside of the new Switch revision looks like. Okay. It looks basically exactly the same. Okay. Um, and this is what the inside of the Switch light looks like. Um, now. Part of our concerns were that it was going to look the same. Yeah. Remember, we were like, hopefully the Switch, the current Switch and the Switch Lite look different enough so that it justifies the fact that you can't dock it. Yeah. It's looking like it's significantly different. Okay. At least the board layout. I mean... The fan's in the same spot. The battery's in the same spot. But the actual board itself... You can see that the chips are in different spots. I mean, clearly, it's bigger because the Joy-Cons are attached to the board. Yeah. Uh, but you can see certain things, like this chip right here is in a different spot. Like this this little square chip. Yeah. All right. It's in a different spot. the same. Uh, so it's definitely a different board okay so it's it's a completely different manufacturing mm -hmm. process which is which is I think good news yeah um, but again, we don't know if the process is the same. Right. Uh, we know that it's different from the original Switch and the revised Switch. We don't know what the hell uh, processor or CPU-GPU hybrid is in the Switch Lite. Yeah. Spawnwave over here on Twitter. Here's the chip found in the Nintendo Switch with better battery life. And here it is. It says NVIDIA. It says S Taiwan 1837A1. And then all a bunch of numbers that I Googled and couldn't find anything. Okay. So once again, we don't know what the hell. But it says, isn't that the same number as the original? Do you know it by heart? I have Didn't no they just have an idea. They had I googled it, nothing came up. Didn't they? Yeah. Or did they, they say the number of the new model. What? Oh, uh, the uh, original Switch has an Odin spelled out on its board and the corresponding O O D N X O one dash A two. 
The original? The original. Oh, that's it. Okay. So it is using a variation of the original processor. Yes. Okay. That, Look at that. Yeah. We figured it out. We did. Here on the Wolf Den. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it's the same. Well, it it's not the same processor, but you're right. It's a yeah. variation of the same processor. Mm -hmm. It'll give it better battery life because it has the same battery in it. Also of note that nobody's really talking about, another significant revision mm -hmm. on the new revised Switch. The Joy-Con, the left Joy-Con, remember it had some... It uh, had some uh, connection issues. Yes, yes. The left Joy-Con would often sometimes... Well, on some Switches, it would often disconnect from the Switch. Yeah. Uh, they moved the antenna. Mm -hmm. uh, this is something that Spawnwave did in one of his videos. He moved the antenna so that I guess it wouldn't have connectivity issues. He says on Twitter, Nintendo moved the antenna and the left Joy-Con to the same place I put it two and a half years ago. That was a really funny surprise when I opened it up. You're welcome, Nintendo. So he's taking the, all the credit for that. Okay. I don't As really, he should. I don't really know where it was or where it moved to, but that's yeah. not a significant change. Some people are re, like, they want to know if this new revised Switch is going to fix the Joy-Con drift issue. That's not an antenna issue. That's something with the joystick itself. Correct. The joystick looks exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Like the joystick part. That's the part that needs to be changed. Okay. And it looks exactly the same. Some people are saying it feels better or whatnot. And yeah. no, it's the same part. So yeah. no. It, like, it's just that your Switch is two and a half years old. And the new one that you just bought isn't. Yeah. Another thing people are saying is that... Um, the screen is slightly warmer or brighter. Okay. That's something uh, that Jimmy, one of the editors of uh, Austin Evans, yeah. he helped on Kevin Kenson's video. And mm -hmm. he told me that they thought that the screen was brighter or warmer. And he said that's probably just because it's newer. Yeah. And the one they were comparing it against was an older one. And right. I think that's... Too oh, no, actually, he said it's probably manufacturing variants. I think it's just that they were comparing it against an older yeah. model. So... Very slight changes. Mm -hmm. People are kind of grasping at anything to be like, what's different about this yeah. thing? Um, AJ says, Game Explain said they were able to replace the connectivity issue. So, uh, replicate the connectivity issue. So, I mean, they didn't fix that either. <laughs> it's different, though. The antenna is in a different spot. Yeah. So, but that's not like a significant, it's not like they added, you know, uh, HD Rumble 3.0 or whatever right. or anything like that. Or any or any better battery life yeah. to the Joy-Cons or anything. Or fix the drift issue. Yeah. Anything like that. The only significant difference is, is the battery life and they move the antenna. Yeah. And that's not even a significant difference. Oh, and the, pro, the, the reason the battery life is better is because the process is different. Mm -hmm. Some people might say that uh, the Joy-Con feels different. Uh, I'd say that it's probably just because it's newer. And the whole thing with the screen being different, I'd say that that's either manufacturing also because it's newer yeah. or because it's newer. Um, so I will not be getting a new Nintendo Switch uh, revision, the revision of the Nintendo Switch, because right. I have a perfectly fine Nintendo Switch. Uh, I kind of like having a launch one because I want to see how it degrades over time. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to get a Switch Lite. Yeah. So why the hell do I need... I nev I've never run out of battery life on my Switch. Yeah. I've never been... Well, I, I have, but I've never been like, oh, it died. I can't play anymore. Yeah. That has never happened to me. We were on that flight from Vegas. 
I played Mario Maker the entire five or six hour flight. Yeah. And it yeah, and it, I it played I played Mortal Kombat 11 almost the entire time. Yeah. So so I'm good. Mm-hmm. I play mostly docked anyway. The Switch Lite that I'm going to get that's going to be my portable powerhouse. Right. So I'm good. Uh, all right. Uh, Ryan Rumsey says, so you're saying the old Switch is garbage and irrelevant now? Yes, that's exactly yeah, what I'm exactly. saying. You got word you for word. You've, you've figured him out. Figured it out. Uh, Gabby says, how about gameplay-wise? Sometimes in Breath of the Wild, it lags. Uh, it's going to be the same. Yeah. It's going to be exactly the same. I mean, the processor's different. So, but again, processor's very wildly different. Uh, even in the same model, within yeah. the same model, everybody's—it's like I said—it's like a fingerprint. Everybody's switch is going to have a different, a slightly different processor in it. Mm-hmm. So this new, more energy-efficient processor probably isn't going to make your Breath of the Wild run any better. It's probably going to be exactly the same. It's going to have the same speed specs. So, uh, David Ju says, "I don't—I don't play handheld long enough to kill the battery." I mean, it's nice to have better battery life if you could choose between the two, having. Uh, a regular switch and the revised switch. You should mm-hmm. probably get the revised switch because it's the same price. But uh, don't throw your current switch out for the revised switch. That's, yeah. that's just dumb. Um, there's more here too. Oh, that's about the switch light. Let's yeah. read some super chats first. Okay, yeah, we got a whole bunch. We got uh, first. Well, first we got uh, Trip Gold became a member. Thank you, uh, Miloslav Justice, uh, Jason Gardner, Chris Green. Uh, Beth Ann Oxendale uh, and Pip Hardwick all became members. I read all that already. I in the beginning that. of the show. Oh. I know you were like setting up. Yeah, I was. I was in my own world. I, I literally like. He's, well, you all watched him sit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Freddie Martinez gave us two dollars. I love your vid. I want to be the first donation. Well, well congratulations, you are. And Sergio Arroyo. Arroyo with two dollars. Love your videos. I want to be the first done crap. <laughs> Thank you. Thank nice you. try. Yeah. Runner up. Migs Luna with $2. Yo, Wolf Den Bros. Showing my support. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Gouda S Studio with 39 mix. SN30 Pro Plus in the table. You happy, Bob? This boy is here. Yes. Because we can finally open it. Yes. Uh, I got it last week, but we couldn't unbox it. Uh, this, oh, I can do this now. We got a little, we got a, ca- a camera set up just for this. Um, I'll be unboxing this after a few more stories. Okay. We'll do it like right in the middle. So, cause it's going to be a, this is a big deal. Yeah. Again, the, the embargo lifted today for this, which is a terrible time to lift an embargo because it's the day after I release my videos normally. <laughs> So I can't release a video on this probably until yeah. next week. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. I'm going to be late on the game. But that's just the way the news goes, yep. Will. Yep, that's that's life. Um, all right. Well, now we might as well talk about... Nope, I'm on the wrong screen here. I'm all messed up. I'm all messed up. We New- oh, Do it. New Switch models to reportedly benefit from Sharp's energy-efficient... Energy efficient IGZO displays. Now, what do they mean by new Switch models? Well, let's read the article from Nintendo Life. I like to say I'm getting ads on Nintendo Life for all of the furniture I was looking at <laughs> and the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas. <laughs> really? Because all mine, 
My ad is PAX West. That makes sense also. Yeah. And that's it? That's it. All right. Well, anyway, uh, with Nintendo Switch Lite launching next month, as well as uh, an upgrade to the already existing machine now appearing in stores, we're uh, starting to be presented with the new hardware options, which offer improved performance or reflection model. A report from the Wall Street Journal suggests that new Switch consoles will also benefit from advanced display technology. I'll note that we're not reading the Wall Street Journal article because they require a subscription. Yes. And And we also hate them a lot. Uh, The report says that Japanese Taiwanese electronics manufacturer Sharp will provide Nintendo with its IGZO display panels, a product uh, Sharp describes as a breakthrough in display technology, which is so descriptive. (laughs) Uh, IGZO, or indium gallium zinc oxide, yeah, we're going to stick with the yeah. IGZO. Uh, IGZO. <laughs> Panels are said to provide high resolutions, ultra low power consumption, and improved touch panel performance. The Switch model that has been on sale since launch uses older amorphous silicon display technology. And while it's unlikely that any improvement in picture quality will be noticeable, the new IGZO uh, displays should definitely help with battery life and durability. It's unclear which consoles exactly would benefit from this new display. The Switch Lite seems like it would be the obvious contender, but perhaps the revised standard model will also receive the upgrade. If Nintendo is planning on releasing a Switch Pro-type machine later down the line, you'd expect that to include the better screen, too. Shut up with that! (laughs) It seems Nintendo is updating a number of Switch's components without necessarily shouting out us shouting about it for all to hear, which can only be a good thing for consumers going forward. So it sounds like this new uh, display is what is in the the switched uh, revised switch and the switch light. That is possible. Yes, because people were saying that it's different. Somebody yeah. in the chat, I forgot your name. I'm sorry. Said that uh, Kevin Kenson compared the new switch with a uh, new old switch. Okay. You know, like not his own. Yeah. I was saying that he was comparing it to an old one. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly but don't he, know what he, he did. But he bought a Switch, like, first model. That's what somebody in the chat said. Yeah. I honestly don't know what he did. I was just assuming he was comparing it to his old Switch, right. and that's why the... But that, again, it could be manufacturing variants, because the difference is marginal. Mm-hmm. Or it could be this new IGZO display. Yeah. I think it's crazy that we don't know definitively. Well, Nintendo uh, typically has always played things close to the chest as much as possible. Yes. So, But we got all these people who do these teardowns. Yeah. Like, why don't they know? Well, I don't think... How, like, widespread is uh, the new Switch model? Uh, How, like, is it out everywhere now? Or is it just trickling out? Uh, It trickled out over the weekend, and I'm pretty sure it's out everywhere now. Okay. Because, yeah, maybe people didn't get their hands on it yet. Maybe... I just think people don't don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, it really. Isn't. I mean, everybody's asking about it, right? But it's real. It's just better battery life. Yeah, and maybe a better display. Apparently, well, maybe. not better display, different display. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more energy efficient, and it's it says part of the specs of the display is that it has uh, provides higher resolutions, but that's not going to be the case for the Switch. It's going to yeah. be the same resolution, you know. Like it, it has this type of display has the possibility of going up to 4K, right. but you're, we're not getting the 4K one in the Switch. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
Uh, we're getting the 720p one. So don't, like calm yourselves, everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I expect somebody to rip open the switch and be like, oh, the display is different. Yeah. You know? I fix it will probably tear it down and number each and every part. Yeah. I'm on iFixit's website now and it looks like they only just did the the launch model. Right. Yeah. So but yeah, they talk about each and every part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So iFixit will probably have a, a detailed list of every single part that's in it. Yeah. Uh which I guess we need to know if the display's different. But uh, again, if it is different, it's only gonna be marginally different. Yeah. Uh repairability is an eight. An eight? Yeah. Out of ten. On the switch, yeah, that's crazy. I know. Replacing the display or digitizer requires heating and prying against strong adhesive, and proprietary tripoint screws restrict users from opening the switch. But other than that, you know, I think that iFixit kind of changed their scales a little bit. I think so because everything is hard to open. Yeah, like. Remember when the iPhone came out? They were like, "This thing's abysmal. It's such yeah. a pain to open." Uh, they did the same with the with the Microsoft Surface. They gave it a one, yeah, because it's abysmal. Yeah, but now I because my watch is broken, I looked at their teardown of it. They gave the repairability a five, hmm. and said you could re- easily repair the screen and replace the battery. But I bet you it's not that easy. No, <laughs> it's just easy by today's standards. Yeah, I'd imagine the Microsoft Surface that I had, the little tiny, yeah. Thing, is probably exactly the same as the yeah, Nintendo Switch. Probably. Like they gave it a one back yeah. then, and they gave this an eight. Um, Ken P in the chat says, I mean, I'm going to buy one. My mom's been wait, uh, wanting one, so I'm going to upgrade and give her my current one. Well, that's a good reason to do it. Mm-hmm. You're giving it to somebody else. Uh, Nicholas Mars says, I'm amazed no one has done a game comparison for, say, the lost... The chat moved, and now I lost yeah. everything. Oh, no. Where'd it go? I got it. I'm amazed no one has done a game comparison for, say, The Lost Woods on Breath of the Wild or Doom and Dynamic Resolution. The thing is that it's just not going to be different. Yeah. Like, I would hate to do, like, I'd hate to go out, buy a Switch Lite, take it home, run yeah. all these tests, and then go, it's the same. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and comment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just a boring video. This is, I mean... This is no different from when, like... Because there's, like, five different models of the fat PS2. Yes. It's it's that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, slightly better hardware inside, but the system itself is going to look and act the same. Right. So, but, but like, we have it. We don't really... That isn't ever really news. You right. Know? Usually when companies, like, revise their systems, they just revise the systems, and they're like, oh, it, yeah. I guess we did it. So it's like the article said; it's possible they could just put the new screen in the switch and yeah. release it silently. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, this new switch revision is a silent revision because they didn't really make a big stink about yeah, it. They no, just they, put it on their website. They said, "There's a new switch now." Well, like when you know Sony and Microsoft when they revise their consoles, they don't say anything. Right. They just put it out. Right. You know, it's not until year like a year or so later when people are like looking at the serial numbers and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute." When I worked at GameStop, I used to go into the back room where all the consoles are and yeah. go, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. Like they had like all these different Wii's. Yeah. Like towards the end of the Wii life cycle, they had that red one that yeah. didn't have GameCube support and I was like, "Whoa." <sighs> All right. Uh, so that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see 
these parts numbered for whatever reason. I'm excited for the Switch Lite. Pre-orders are available. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I guess if you pre-order at GameStop, you can switch your store. Around. I think so, yeah. I got to do that. Just pre-order on Amazon. That's why you don't have to go to the store. Because I need it at midnight, Will. All right. Because I got to make a video Yeah. On. That I got to make a video on. Yeah, that's that, a significant that, difference. That, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not going to... Anyway, I, I, I was never mind. Yeah. We're gonna read some super chats now because we got some more. Uh, Victorious, thank you for the sub over on Twitch. Uh, Get it two one one. Thank you for the two dollars donated. Hey guys, have you watched The Boys yet? I think it's fantastic. Also, Will, what is your opinion on Young Animal Comics? Uh, I have. Have you watched The Boys? It's on Amazon. No, I have not either, and I don't know if I'm going to because I wasn't really that into the comics. To The Boys, if you don't know, it's yeah. a it's a Garth Ennis uh, joint. It's from Dynamite, uh, who make great stuff, by the way. Um, the Boys is about uh, this this like CIA group of uh, secret group go out and basically uh, take out superheroes who are using their powers. Um, incorrectly like superheroes get drunk on their own celebrity so they go out and you know get effed up on drugs and then just go like commit atrocities so so, so it's uh it's like a guy who polices the superheroes pretty much it's a group who polices oh, the superheroes okay. so yeah uh maybe i'll give it, everyone's asking me to watch it like i kind of don't want to but maybe i'll just watch it a little bit i hear it's good yeah uh i never watched Series. I also hear it's a Garth Ennis joint, so it's super effed up. Just like the the things they do in the it show. It looks like the trailer looks cool. Yeah. And I like Carl Urban. So I saw it and I was like, this is just Watchmen. And then our friend Mike yeah. was like, it is, but like it's a spoof a, on it. It's a little different. Yeah. yeah. Um and Young Animal is pretty good. That's got a lot of like weird. That's Gerard Way's DC imprint. Uh, where they just basically say, "Hey, my Chemical Romance guy, do what you want." I thought it was like Animal Man. Yeah, no. something going on with Animal Man. No. I will. Right, well, anyway, uh, Radden with a dollar. Hey, Will. The news. <laughs> nope, that's not what he said. Nope. Hey, Will. No, damn it. Hey, Will. The new <laughs> Switch be available to buy next Monday, USA. We need to either change your name or nobody can say the word will. Uh, be available to buy next Monday? The new revision? Yes. It should be out already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the light? No, that's not until August 20th. No, September 20th. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Patrick with $5. Hey, Wolf Bros. Very off topic, but I'm torn between buying a Vita to start collecting... I'm torn buying a Vita to start collecting. Is the console worth it? And if it is, what game should I get? I'm going to say no. I think that they're pretty expensive still. Yeah, they're still expensive. And the memory cards are still like $100 for like the one you need. I so. almost I almost wrote uh, Nintendo Vita. The, the, the Vita is a luxury collectible. Guess how much? For Amazon has them for, and I think this is new. Two hundred, two hundred, yeah, three hundred and ten dollars. That can't be right. And then, but there's a silver one for two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, these are the Wi-Fi ones. Jeez, it's not even three G ones. Jeez, I have a three G one. Three G one is three hundred and eighty-eight, and I spent less than that, and it came with four games. Yeah, 
over a hundred dollars for a Vita is not worth it. Yeah. And I bet you the used. Well, it says used ninety seven dollars. That's not worth it. That's not worth it. Yeah. There's no games. There, I don't think there's any good games on the Vita that are worth playing right now that you can't play somewhere else. I'm gonna say Tearaway, but that's just because I haven't played Tearaway on PS4 yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't think people are gonna say like Uncharted, Golden Abyss, but then you have all of the other yeah. better Uncharted games. So like, what's the what's the problem? Yeah, you, know? you you can get pre-owned Vitas at GameStop for 150 bucks. The Do Vita, not pay more than that. Don't pay that. That's so much. <laughs> yeah. Don't pay more than $100 for a Vita. Um, the Vita is an awesome console. It was an awesome console at the time. Yeah. But now we have the Switch. Yeah. And it does everything that the Vita did and, and more. You know, like the type of games that I loved playing on my Vita are the type of games that I now love playing on my Switch. Yeah. And a lot of the games got ported over to the Switch. Like mm-hmm. Super Meat Boy. Um that's all I can think of right yeah. now. Yeah. All the indie stuff. Yeah. Uh I mean, look, if you want to collect and play Vita games on Vita, by all means, do, do you do you. Just know that it is not cheap. It I mean, the system itself is still going for a, a stupid amount of money. The memory cards never went down in price and you need them like those and they're proprietary. Maybe you like JRPGs, in which case we're the wrong guys to ask. Yeah. Because the Vita has a crap ton of JRPGs. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know like how good they are versus where you can if you could play them in other places. All I know, Persona Four Golden is apparently the greatest game ever, and it's, it was on Vita. Isn't it elsewhere though? I think it's also on PS3. Yeah, so yeah. like a lot of the JRPGs, like, there's like a Digimon one that everybody likes. Yeah. That's also on PS3 or four. I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway, uh, Fred with five dollars. So not to be the new lkm but like will read the newest punisher issue i just read it it's fantastic hey he didn't tell you to read one piece so. that's true um i have i'm very behind on the punisher that's good to hear that it's good and that's it that's it Bruce patrick <laughs> thank you for the two dollars also will spider-man 4 would have been awesome yeah it probably would have been um it's a shame that i think the pro the biggest problem was that sam raimi wanted a cartoonish amount of money to get it done after Spider-Man 3. And even though, like, Spider-Man 3, like, made a lot of money, like, a lot of money, you know, Sony was still like, no. I think he <laughs> committed Sepulco there. Like, he was, I, he was like, uh, like, I don't want to make another one, but I could for this much money. I think, because, like, you read interviews with him now, like, he's, like, he laments the fact he never got to make Spider-Man 4. And he's like very down on himself for the way Spider-Man 3 turned out. And he says like, you know, there were all these problems, but at the end of the day, it was my fault. <laughs> so like he's taking the, he's falling on the sword hard for Spider-Man 3, but like he still laments the fact he, he wanted to fix it with Spider-Man 4 and he never got to. Hmm. And I feel like it would, I feel like that, that series, the way it was, was not so damaged by Spider-Man 3. It couldn't have been fixed by one more movie. Uh, people in the chat are saying uh, Persona 4 Golden is not on PlayStation 3. It's only on Vita. Oh. And I looked it up. Uh, Golden is just like a special edition of Persona 4, isn't it? I think so. It's not like a new game. Right? Yeah. I need to... We need to fact check. Yeah. I'm on the Persona 4. Jump to Persona 4 Golden. Persona 4 Golden released in Japan as Persona 4 
the golden <laughs> was announced in august 2011 as a port of persona 4 for a portables playstation Vita. okay so persona 4 golden adds two new social links to the game uh and then it goes to talk about the new social links all right so yeah. it's it's just it's okay so yeah. persona 4 is on playstation 2 yes presumably you can get it elsewhere also yeah but go, everybody talks about golden yeah i don't know listen that's some weeb stuff. Yeah. I don't know anything about no weeb yeah. stuff except that Joker is in Smash. That's all yeah. I know. Uh, and congratulations to MK Leo for winning yes. Evo this weekend. Um, all right. Now we can move on. There's some Pokemon news today. I woke up and there's all this Pokemon stuff Yay. going on, Will. Uh, there was a new trailer today that had a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. Again, we're going to Nintendo Life. You know why? Because they actually put pictures in the article. Yes. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield will feature Galarian forms, similar to the Alolan forms. Yes. Uh, new rivals and Team Yell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just jump to the Galarian forms. Yeah. Uh, you can get a look, closer look at the Galarian forms, which appear to be just like Pokemon Sun and Moon's Alolan forms. Below, Weezing, uh, Zigzagoon, the and Linone, Linoon, 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 were all shown off as well as a brand new evolution for the f- a family called Obstagoon. There was no Zigzagoon uh, evolution. I don't think so. I think Linoon oh the Gene and, Simmons. Yeah, as it uh, happens, Obstagoon can only evolve from the Galarian Linoon. So that explains interesting. That. Okay, so here's what they look like. Yes. Oh, I can't show it on screen. Everything sucks. Okay, yeah, because Lanoon is from an older game. Okay, does he look like a skunk? He looks like a brown skunk. Okay. Yeah. More like a ferret. A ferret. I guess you could say. And then he evolves into Zigzagoon, which... Yeah. Did I fix it yet? I'm trying to... Anyway, Galarian Weezing looks like a giant bong. Yeah. I mean, I think he's supposed to look like a top hat and a very British British man. But yeah, he looks like a bong. <laughs> All right, I fixed it. Now we can see. Uh, I said uh, in in the Gala region, Will, weed culture is all about top hats and silly mustaches. Yes. And here you go. Um, and then Zigzagoon is like all black and white. That's really the only difference. Yeah. Um, and then you got Linoon. Which looks like a skunk because he's yeah. black and white. Um, and then Obstagoon. These are all... Like, Lanoon is an evolution of Zigzagoon, right? Lanoon is the base model. And then it goes, and to, then Zigzagoon? It goes to Zigzagoon. Oh, and then yeah. from Zigzagoon, you got Obstagoon, which is apparently... Uh, just Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. Gene Simmons from Kiss. Yeah. This is apparently uh, f- specific to the Gala region. Yeah, uh, it has to be the Ga- the Galarian version of Zigzagoon in order to. Evolve. I presume that we're going to get much more Galarian forms of yeah. Pokemon mm-hmm. in the future. Now you tweeted something about this. Yes, um, Gene Simmons from Kiss likes money. He <laughs> likes it a lot. Don't we all? Uh, but he really likes money. So if he finds out that Nintendo has a character that even vaguely resembles him accidentally. He will try to sue them and get money for it. And also credit. He would want the credit for it as well. Hmm. So this is my plea uh, for everybody to, to not bring up the comparisons. 
<laughs> Don't, do not compare this character to any anything involving Kiss. And I love Kiss. Kiss is great. But if you want this character to be in the game, don't invoke the name of Gene Simmons. Because otherwise, there's going to be a whole drawn-out battle. That being said, Nintendo would probably win it. <laughs> but <laughs> That's true. Uh, Morpeko. The form change in Pokemon. The form change in Pokemon is called Morpeko. Uh, amazingly, it has a full belly mode. And it... And a hangry mode. Wow. Wow. So we, find, we get a new Pokemon again. Yeah. Uh, he is cute as hell. He is. Uh, he has little pockets. Aw. Uh, he's electric and dark type, so he's basically Pikachu with the dark side. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the hell full belly mode. Oh, because he's normal. Yeah. Pikachu with the dark side. <laughs> yeah, like half of him is yeah. like black. Uh, and then apparently he can change modes and be mad as hell because he's hungry yeah uh so that's pretty cool he's yeah. a pokemon that can look completely different mm -hmm. when he's hungry. yeah that that's really cool i want to know how that works though is that like yeah. something you can like be like uh morpeko initiate hangry mode yeah or, do you just or like not feed does that it? mean you have like you have to feed him in between battles like when you're walking yeah. you know to the next town like do you have to stop and feed your morpeko is that thing in his hand food it must be because he doesn't have it in the hangry picture like maybe you don't like uh initiate the hangry mode. Maybe he's constantly eating and you'd be like, just don't eat, and then he's like, Ah, oh, I'm mad now. Maybe. You know? Mm-hmm. Cause like I wanna know that. Like how do you how do yeah. you how does bring that upon work? hangry mode? Mm -hmm. What are the benefits of hangry mode? Yeah. I can't see any benefits. I mean, I'm sure I'm his hangry. aggression is up mm -hmm. and he's much more like ferocious. I said on Twitter, this is me when everything's closed at 10 p.m. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, it's going to be me tonight because uh, I'm right after this podcast. You didn't have dinner, did you? I had like a late lunch. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's new rivals. We got Bede and Marnie. Uh, Bede and Marnie have appeared as new rivals. Both were only shown for the briefest of moments, so we're sure there's plenty still to learn about each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo tweeted about uh, Marnie, who's going to be everybody's new waifu. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, it's pronounced uh, bead. Cool, Will. Yeah. <laughs> How the hell was I supposed to know that? I don't know. I, I Googled it because like, bidet sounds too much like bidet. True. So, here we go. Here, Okay, here's the official Nintendo Twitter on this. Uh, Beedy is one of your rivals who is skilled at Pokemon battles and has the pride to match. He received his gym badge endorsement from Chairman Rose. Uh, while he clearly is aiming to become champion, he seems to have other objectives as well. So he's a bad guy. Well, I'm they're your rivals. So obviously, true. Oh, they're both rivals. That's what this. That's what it says. I thought it was Jim. New rivals. Why are there two rivals? I guess you get two. I thought they were. It's the next gen one. It's the first <laughs> Pokemon on console. <laughs> you are challenged by Pokemon trader uh, Bidet. <laughs> why are they? Why are they called Pokemon trainer there then? Well, anyway, Marnie is one of of your rivals who has a competitive side. Together with her partner Morpeko. She aims to become the champion of the Gala region. She has many passionate fans thanks to her pretty looks and calm, calculated battle strategies. 
There she is. Yep. Being with a all, waifu. With all her pretty looks. Uh, and then she says, you are challenged by Pokemon trainer Marnie. And there's somebody in the background literally holding a waifu pillow of her. <laughs> That's one of the Team Yell people. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. And then we got Team Yell. It would appear that the new rival team on the block is Team Yell, described as being Marnie's wild fans. Team Yell appears to use the new Galar Pokemon in battle. Uh, really, We're really digging the goth punk vibes going on here, even if they do sound like a total nightmare. Uh, I think this. I think we're get. I think we're drawing some parallels to uh, the Juggalos here. Well, yes. Uh, they got like these X's on their face. Yeah. Team Yell, Marnie's wild fans. Uh, yeah, that's literally just a freaking wafer pillow. Yeah. It's like her laying down. That's weird. That is so strange. You want to talk about some weep stuff? That is some weep stuff. Oh my god, they have like vuvuzelas that they yell into. Oh god. All right, well, uh, that's it. No, it's not. There's something that was only in the Japanese trailer, Will. What? Uh. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield introduces Poke Jobs, a new oh. way to net rare items. The, oh, the Japanese trailer was about a minute longer. Yeah. And it had all these menus and stuff, which, to be honest, I'm glad they left out of yeah. the American trailer. That would, have, that would have not made me excited. Here's how it works. In the Gala region, it's very common for people and Pokemon to work together. Many corporations and universities request the help of Pokemon through what are known as Poke Jobs. You can check available Poke Jobs at the Rotomi in Pokemon Centers, and you'll also be able to send Pokemon from your boxes directly to any job you accept. The Pokemon you send will help out with the job, and the experience will help them grow. There are many different Poke Jobs available. You'll find that certain Pokemon types are suited for specific jobs too. Helping out for a long time or sending as many Pokemon as you can on a job can also net some good results. You might even receive some rare items. Do you get money? Do you get experience? I think you just get rare items and good results. According to Nintendo Life, it says, it sounds like this could be a great way to give experience to Pokemon who might not want to be, who you might not want in your party. And more optional content is certainly welcome for those who want to get every last drop out of the games. Well, that's good. There's a way to like to level up some of your Pokemon who you don't want to like keep in your active roster. I think that's a smart idea. If that is even the case. Yeah. Uh, here's some boring menus that I don't care much about. I don't know. This kind of reminds me of like the, uh, you know, have you played uh, Metal Gear Peace Walker? Yeah. You know the whole, like, uh, thing where you can send your troops to do, like, missions? Yes. I think that was also in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it was Brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah. It's reminded me of that. Okay. You just send your Pokemon off to do All right, things. That's not, that's and not they, so like, bad. Gather yeah. either money or experience or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it tells you the level of the Pokemon in the menu. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, it, what's this now? Oh, they received extra XP points for doing a good job. Okay. Okay, so you do receive XP. Yeah. And I guess that'll level up your Pokemon. That's great. Yeah. That's a weird way to level up your Pokemon. That Pokemon Center looks dope as hell. Look at that. Oh, yeah. No, it's nice. That's cool. I mean, it's a good way to level up your Pokemon for a Pokemon you don't really care all that much about. Yeah. I mean, I'm the guy who has a team, and that's my team yeah. for most of the game. Same here. So being able to level up Pokemon that I don't want on my team is awesome. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people who like 
nitpick and they pick like they want the best IVs yeah. on their Pokemon. Yeah, That's you got to make sure you have you have you know your, your Charizard, but you can't use him for all fire-based scenarios. You want to use your Chimchar for other fire-based <laughs> scenarios, but now you got to use the Scorbunny for certain fire scenarios and then you got to use brock lesnar cat for other fire <laughs> scenarios ryan rumsey says pokemon go to your job yep uh we got more super chats okay trevor mcdermal gave us five dollars thank you thank you sorry gave us five dollars persona 4 had so much more content it was practically a new game listen man i'm sure it was he treading into some weeb territory yeah I do want to play a Persona game, just, but just, I don't want to play. I want to like download it into my brain. I don't want to have to go through the process of playing it. I that, want to. That's called watching a Let's Play on YouTube. I think I want to do that's, that. I think that's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to play the game, but not play the game. I think. I think. You, yeah. I think you, you, you wanna, just solved my you problem. You want to watch a Let's Play? <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. What are some good Persona Four Let's Players or Five? Five's the new one. Yeah. I'll just I mean, I feel five. like you should watch one that doesn't have, you know, yo, what up, world? It's your boy, Dickface, and I'm going to play Persona. <laughs> I mean, what else? Is I want the Game Grumps. I don't think they ever played it. Yeah. Though. I feel like you, you like would... like the only Let's Players I watch. You would be better off with just a straight playthrough of it. One of those guys who doesn't talk through the gameplay. That's boring. That, I, I watch that sometimes. If it's a game I don't really care all that much about, but I'm kind of curious about. Mostly I, the licensed games. I like the people who edit movies of games. Yeah. Like, people do that for Metal Gear. It's oh, like yeah. a five-hour-long movie, mm-hmm. but they do a really good yeah. job making it feel like a movie. There's also a Persona movie. Yeah. Uh, but I heard that it's not as good. Anyway, seven with 35 czar. <laughs> That's like a space currency. Yeah. Zigzagoon and... South L- African Rand. Linone are from Gen 3 and never had a third Evo until now. Yes, I we was, got there eventually. I was looking that up. Yeah, Kyle Kilgore with five dollars. I watch the archive show every Thursday, and it carries me to the weekend. Thanks, no problem, man. Remember, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, we also have a clips channel now. Yes, and we also have an audio version of this show on Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify, ah! baby. Are we, we actually on Spotify it. Yes, now? we are actually on Spotify oh, you looked now. It up. I looked it up. All right. Apparently, Spotify streamlined their submission process. It's super easy. Now you can do it at home. <laughs> uh, but yes, the Wolf Den is officially on Spotify. Our entire back catalog of Wolf Den Live. And this will be the first new episode of Wolf Den Live to go up on Spotify. I'm curious to know how long it takes to actually go up on Spotify. I, it should be instant. Because I, it said like the show would be ready in a couple of hours when I first submitted the RSS feed. And it was. And it's everything. Wow. So this should be up the same time it is everywhere else. Yeah, we've been wanting to be on Spotify forever. Yeah. And all of the other processes were terrible. Anchor was great, except that it deleted our whole yeah, back it, catalog. It, it like messed up our feed on and like that iTunes. Made us yeah. so mad we just deleted our Anchor account. Mm-hmm. Um, but now apparently you can just submit your podcast and then you're good. Yeah. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. So yay us. We're on Spotify now. Yeah. Uh, MX Woods with... Two dollars? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Two dollars. Bob. Persona three, four, five have animes based off of everything. But should I watch that? Or, I'm hearing that it's not as good. Anyway, yeah. I missed one. The Serb with two dollars. Should I buy a, a Game Boy Color or a Game Boy Advance? Also, nice vid. Will. Thank you. Um, I can't read GBC because it's Game Boy Camera, Game Boy Color, 
and I, good and boys I, club and my anorexia my anorexia wow my dyslexia is making me think gamecube ah uh, yeah um but Game Boy Color or Game Boy Game Boy Advance? It doesn't. Yeah, because the thing is with the Game Boy Color is that uh, it has no light on it. it has the display isn't backlit unless you can get a, a modded one. Here's the Those thing: are though. awesome. Uh, Game Boy Colors cannot be modded to be backlit because of the way the display is. It can only be modded to be frontlit, and those aren't. While there have been good ones, they're never as good as a game as a backlit screen. I think they can be backlit. It's just really hard. Yeah. And we'll find out this weekend at Long Island Retro Game Expo. Yes. Because our boy Game Changer Mod's there. And he does yeah. Game Boy and I want to. I want to talk to him. because I might want to buy one. I was thinking. They're expensive. Though. They are. I saw one. Uh, Metal Jesus has one. It's not by Game Changer Mod's, but it's a Game Boy Advanced. And it's like $400, though. Because it's God. like brand new screen, brand new speakers, a rechargeable battery through USB. It's like completely... I might want one of those, uh, and it's the original widescreen model. The new game, the new Game Boy Advance thing that everybody has now—I forgot what it's called. It's the modded one that is HDMI out, does 720. Oh, the consoleizer. Yes. Yeah. I want that because that's a much easier way to get my Game Boy camera to HDMI. Yeah. So instead of having that whole thing that yeah. I rigged up last week, I can just have the consoleizer, and that's my yeah. Game Boy camera. You know. Anyway. Uh, I have okay content with $2. <laughs> Smiley face. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sure your content is better than okay. All right. It's time, Will. Yes. Let's unbox this bad boy. All right. We're unboxing the 8-Bit Duke controller. It's going to be a good time. I also put the link in there uh, for you. For me. To uh, look at if you want to read some stuff. Oh, I can do it. things. Yeah. Yes, you uh, can. I closed out a window I did not want to close out. Uh, I haven't opened this yet, even though I've had it forever. Oh, nice. Uh, per the website, uh, the 8BitDo SN30 Pro Plus is the most advanced controller from 8BitDo ever. With 8BitDo <laughs> Ultimate Software, uh, customize everything on the Pro Plus from button mapping, stick and trigger sensitivity, vibration control, and even create macros for any button combination. I didn't need this knife at all. <laughs> Easily save your settings on a game-by-game -game basis with custom profiles. Ooh, it's it's hefty. Really? Ooh, this feels good. I'm going to have to play with that oh, one. Oh, I like it a lot. And then it goes into the 8-Bit uh, Ultimate Software. Ultimate Software gives you, gives you elite control over every piece of your controller, customized button mapping, adjust stick and trigger sensitivity, vibration control, and even macros with any button combination. Create controller profiles and switch between them at any time. How long do you think this is? Like four feet? Give or take. Like a four foot cable? Yeah. That's that's maybe like a three foot cable. That's not very good. No. Uh, but I mean it's wireless, so it's probably not Yeah, it, this it, isn't meant to be played yeah. wired anyway. Yeah, uh, this is about like three feet. I like this a lot already. Yeah. Uh it, this card right here that was at the top says uh, Apidu Ultimate Software. Apidu Ultimate Software gives you a uh, complete control over your controller, button mapping, joystick sensitivity, trigger sensitivity, uh, vibration sensitivity, macros, and profile. And then it has all of that in Chinese. It looks like. Yes, that's Chinese. Uh, and then there's instructions, and yeah. I think that's. It is USB-C. That's it. It is USB-C. Yes, yes, that's just important. Just like the other ones. Well. The pro models, the regular yes, models are yes, USB yes, yes. mini. 
While you read that, I'm going to get my All right. current Pro. Performance and fit is everything. The 8BitDo uh, Pro Plus is 8BitDo's first fully-sized controller. We designed it for maximum performance, comfort, and versatility. Uh, it is compatible with uh, Windows, Windows 7 and above through Bluetooth 4.0, Android, uh, Android 4.0 and above, uh, Mac OS 10.7 and above, Steam on Windows 7 and above, and Mac OS 9, OS 10.9 and above, uh, the Switch, and Raspberry Pi, Bluetooth uh, 2.0 and above. That's a lot. Yeah. The but, back doesn't... Okay, so the back of this, of the... Of the uh, which calls the original Pro? Yeah, uh, has all the different modes, like how you get it into the different modes, mm -hmm. like uh, the switch mode, the D input, uh, X input, Mac OS. Yeah, I think D is Android and X is uh, Windows, or the other way around. I don't know. One uh, of them is Windows, one of them yeah. is Android. Uh, and this has more. Yeah. So I don't know if you even need different modes. Well, it says additional system support requires downloading and installing firmware available at support.8bit2.com. Uh, that makes Switch sense. compatibility does not include HD rumble or Amiibo scanning. That makes sense. Yeah. A modern controller that respects the classics. Uh, the Pro Plus controllers aren't just fully sized wireless Bluetooth gaming controllers. They were designed with respect for the classics. We paid extra attention to the most critical characteristics like the D-pad to make sure it feels exactly like you remember it. That's the most important thing to me. Wired and wireless functionality. The Pro Plus can be used wired or wirelessly so you can have instant access to, low latency to the lowest latency possible for pro-level gaming. Um, it has a removable battery. Yeah. But it's 8-bit do specific. Yes. And it does... I can't... Get it out. <laughs> you probably need to put like yeah. a key in there or something. Um, significantly, I mean, the face is the same size, but the entire thing is significantly yeah. thicker and like bigger, and you got these meaty handles on it, and that's the most important like thing to get it a out. Lot but I'm not going to. That's the most important thing to a lot of people is that it has handles. The Apitu smartphone clip. With the 8BitDo <laughs> smartphone clip, you can turn your SN30 Pro Plus into a dedicated mobile gaming system compatible with nearly every smartphone. Ooh, the D-pad. These D-pads are different because this is the Game Boy one. Yeah. This is the same D-pad that you'd find in the uh, SNES-styled uh, Pro controller. Mm. But this one feels different. I think like they've clicky. been fixing their game pads, like the, their D-pads. It's like the Genesis one they did is a different style D-pad well, it's more responsive. So people talk a lot of crap about yeah. the 8 do D-pad for some reason, which I think is like the best D-pad that you can get from yeah. Switch. Um, people like say that it has misinputs, especially when you go like yeah. diagonal and right or something. Mm -hmm. People say, like you said, to put the um, to put the binder clip, the binder ring yeah, sticker. Yeah, loose leaf reinforcements. Yeah, on the, the board yeah so that it doesn't miss input this is clicky like see. it's noticeably clickier so that might oh yeah fix that problem right. for people yeah yeah um, no because um they said the genesis model con uh, controller they did has a revised d-pad mm. and it works a lot better and this yeah they probably use the same technology for this now the the original has very small uh Shoulder buttons. Mm -hmm. This has really big shoulder buttons. Yeah. It looks like a PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, I. 
it looks like it has a lot of travel, the yeah. L2 and R2. Um, I am going to probably throw that into the software and make it as sensitive as possible yeah. because I don't want it to travel or have to yeah. travel at all. I want it to be like a click. Well, uh, according to the website, play any game anywhere. 8-bit controllers are designed to be as versatile as possible with each of your modern devices. Uh, easily pair your controller as an X input or D input device via Bluetooth. You can even use it as a wired USB controller with the included USB cable. We are regularly updating firmware with new system and compatibility like the Nintendo Switch, Raspberry Pi, and more. I'm noticing uh, more resistance on the thumbsticks, but that's yeah. also something that you can mod yeah. in the software. Yeah. I'm uh I'm very stoked to try this yeah, out. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh $2 from a little reckless. Did you get to pick the color of the SN30 Pro Plus? No. no. I would have picked the Game Boy. I would have picked the all black cuz it is yeah. sexy as hell. This is cool. This yeah. is still cool. No, it's still great. They're yeah. all cool. Uh yeah, the handles are meaty as hell. Yeah. We this has been anticipated for like a year and a half. Yeah. It's been a long time. Mhm. I'm very excited to try it out, especially with some Mario Maker. I will be trying it out on stream tomorrow mm -hmm. when I stream some Mario Maker over on twitch.tv slash wolfden as I break the controller. Um, yeah, I guess I got to throw it in the software first yeah. and see what I could do about these, th these thumbsticks. Yeah. Uh, does it have like pictures of the software on the website? Yeah. Okay, let me, let me bring that up. Even has a video apparently. Because that's a... Oh, there it is right there. Uh, mapping. Assign the buttons with the functionality to your liking. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, where's the macro? This thing has macros, and there's no macro buttons on it. Uh, that's a good question. Sticks. Customize each stick for a higher precision control. I wonder if you can control the physical resistance or just the sensitivity. Yeah. Can I say that again? Yep. Triggers. Adjust the ranges of your triggers to act faster. It looks like... That's not just the sensitivity. It looks like the physical resistance. Yeah. I need to try that out. Vibration. Modify the vibration intensity for a better comfort during gameplay. I will say that the vibration on this is like really hard. Yeah. Um, macros. Assign a long sequence and action to one single button. But what button? That's any, any of the face buttons, it yeah. looks like. Does that say enter? There's a video on... Uh, oh, this will be to cool do to have for my laptop. Well, I mean, I, one of my favorite things about the original mm -hmm. SN30 Pro Plus is that it's so thin. Yeah. Like, this is the perfect yeah. thing to have in my bag. No, this this is definitely, like, you know, pro pro level. You know, yeah. this is for, like, the serious ones. That's more, like, a casual thing, I would say. I'm also going to need to test uh, input lag. Yeah. Because the wired one has, like, half a frame less input lag. Yeah. Um. My computer's freaking out a little bit. Uh, what was I looking for? Oh, uh, the video? Yeah, Where's the macros. The Go up. Go yeah. back to... Where are we going? To the where it shows you the... Your thing is not working at all. It's it's uh, it's on. I have to look over there. Uh, where are you going? Go to the, go to the part where it shows you um, the... Button mapping software. Oh, watch video. Yeah, watch video. I think it's I think it's toward the end. Yeah. It's like 55 seconds in. I don't want to cast. Get out of here. 
55 seconds in. Oh, uh, okay. So you're basically, you're remapping a button that's already oh, on that sucks. to a macro. That's what you're doing. Oh, you can remap the, like, the share button. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. So like you can take make, it back. It doesn't you suck. can make the share button like a Hadouken instead of making A a Hadouken. Share button on the Switch is mostly useless. Yeah, and that's a shame. It doesn't work for half the games. Yeah. So I'm cool with it. This is fun. Uh I wanna do what I wanna try to do is play through like one of those really short uh speedrun levels in mm-hmm. Mario Maker and record it. Oh yeah. And then try to hit play. And see if it does it. Yeah. You know, I think that'd be really cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to try this out. Uh, my next video will be on it. I don't know when it'll be out. Most likely Tuesday, which yeah. is a long time. But if you want to see more thoughts on it, go to twitch.tv slash Wolf I will be uh, streaming with it for the foreseeable mm-hmm. future. Um. Some people in the chat are mad because I made them buy the wired one or this one. Uh, listen, man, I didn't know this was coming out so soon. Yeah, this caught everybody by surprise. With, like, it's supposed release. it's been supposed to be coming out for the last yeah. year and a half, so it just snuck up on everybody. Um, Mister Poison Beast says I've considered getting an eight bit do controller for a while. I might get this one. Uh, how much is it? It's like fifty bucks. The other one's like. 40 then? Yeah. Yeah, no, this is definitely like the higher end of the spectrum because it's, you know, the pro the pro controller. It is 50 bucks. Yeah. And they showcase the Game Boy one. Yeah. Uh the other one is 40 to 45 bucks. This yeah. one. I like wired controllers. I've been using the wired version yeah. of this, the 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 pro. Um I like it a lot, but it's got a short cable. Yeah. Um I'll have to. I mean, I'm gonna try this one out and see yeah. see how it see how it feels. Having the handles is gonna be good. I sweat all over the controller, so yeah. this thing's gonna be filthy by the time I'm done. Oh with yeah, it. it's much lighter by comparison. Yeah, it's because of that all that plastic. Yeah. It feels like that plastic in there is yeah. full. Uh, also, probably like the chipset to memorize all the mods you do to it. That's true too. I'd imagine the actual internal. Well, the it's got a giant battery too. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's thick. It's it's. Compare the thickness here. Yeah. Put them together. For the B cam over there. Yeah. Here, give me I got a better angle. Yeah. It's the battery that yeah. has the... Th- and, the and the shoulder buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's noticeably thicker. But yeah, I'm excited to try it out. It's going to be a good time. And that D-pad is clickier. Yeah. That's a significant difference. All right. That's it for that. Now we got a bunch of stuff that you put here. I think. Yes, I know. I was looking through things to talk about, and I just threw a whole bunch of crap in here. Uh, f- things that are interesting, like Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony to require loot box odds uh, disclosed. The odds of loot boxes. Yes. All three major console manufacturers, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony, have agreed to require games with paid loot boxes to include the chances of winning random randomized in-game items from them the Entertainment Software Association announced Wednesday. The ASA, of course, puts together E3, who, of course, had a big old boondoggle uh, last week. Yes. Uh, uh, pieces of garbage. Yes. Uh, we're probably not going to E3 next year. Which is a shame, because next year is when all the new consoles come out. 
Shame. But, I hope nobody goes. Yeah. I hope they lose all of their money and have to close mm-hmm. because the ESA is a trash corporation uh, with a trash convention. It's been the last couple times we've been to E3. It's been hell. It's been hell. Yeah. Uh, they don't care about the, their media uh, people who go, who is the entire reason yeah. they have the convention in the first place. Yeah. For for a convention that's so like super concerned about security and not just letting anybody in, even if they have proper credentials. Yes. They certainly don't care about like you know keeping all their information secure. Yes. Which is a shame. Last year we didn't really have. Uh, no, we did. No, we, we, yeah. we, it took two hours to get media badges last year. Yeah, yeah, yep. That was a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. The year before that was much worse. Yes, because we could barely get in with all of our equipment. Yeah, um, and we got in later, so we missed everything. The lines were like much longer. Yeah, uh, it they, they do everything in their power to make it harder for us to do our jobs. Yeah. Uh, even even though it's a media event. Go to PAX. PAX is the best convention yeah. that is available. Yeah. Anyway. Well, unless you're a fan of Colin's Last Stand. Anyway, <laughs> uh, f- per the ESA, I'm pleased to announce this morning that Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony have indicated to the ESA a commitment to, a new, to new platform policies with respect to the use of paid loot boxes in games that are developed for their platforms. Specifically, this would apply to new games and game updates that add loot box features, and it would require them to disclose it require the disclosure of the relative rarity or probabilities of obtaining randomized virtual items in games that are available on their platforms. Excuse me. Uh, in addition to the major console manufacturers, many of the leading video game publishers who are members of the ESA, the trade body that represents the video game industry, will implement a similar approach. Those publishers include Activision Blizzard, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Bungie, Electronic Arts, Take-Two Interactive, Ubisoft, Warner Brothers, and Wizards of the Coast. Pretty much all the repeat offenders. <laughs> Uh, According to the blog post, the console manufacturers are targeting 2020 uh, for these changes. Other publishers are hoping to add these features no later than the end of 2020. The announcement comes after years of criticism from consumers about loot boxes in modern video games. The attention of the FTC seems to have inspired a new round of self-regulation within the members of the ESA. The maneuver brings to mind the formation of the Electronic Software Ratings Board in 1994, which was brought about in part to head off potential government regulation of video game content. So basically, this is their way of uh, making sure that they can regulate themselves to do the right thing and disclose the uh, what the loot boxes are, what the possibility of getting the good stuff is before the government steps in and screws everything up. The last thing we want is government intervention in video games. Yes. Uh, we recently heard over the weekend that the, the, all these people are blaming uh, violent video games. Yes. Mass the, uh, the, the president of our United States specifically called out video games in his speech after the incident. Which we, uh, I'm sure you've heard over and over again is the most ridiculous. Yeah, thing it is. It's not about. true. It's never been true. Yeah. Um, we're going to go to a convention with a whole bunch of video gamers and nobody's going to shoot anybody. You know, it's 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 the same story over and over again. And it's, oh, the it's Long Island Retro Game yeah. Actual, yeah. So... I was going to say E3, security, not the best. Yeah, no. PAX, secured, they got oh, yeah. plenty of security. Yeah. They got actual metal so, detectors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, New York Comic Con. That might have the best security, I think. New, New York, York Comic Con security is too secure. Yeah. That, that, that is also a pain in the ass to get to. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, well, it's, it's better than E3. Because mm-hmm. they don't, like, give you a hard time about anything. I like how there's a weapons check. Yeah. 
there's a weapon New York shack. Comic Con because there's so many cosplayers. The, the, the problem with New York Comic Con is signing up for it because you got to have a fan verification. That is the page. worst part. Yes, you're right. But I get why they do that because that is a security measure because people usually just sneak in. I know I'm personal friends with people who have snuck into <laughs> New York Comic Con. Uh, uh, Pack says knock on wood for that sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, but I looked it up. We have to do. We do have to pick up our badges at New York Comic Con. Oh, for, great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's good that, uh, they're going to do something about loot boxes. Michael says in the chat, some lady on the news said that Japan has no shootings because they don't have video games there. That's, that is the most incorrect. Someone has to slap that one. Yeah. The whole argument is Japan has more video games and they don't shoot anybody. Yes. Yes. Um, Again, if you if you're gonna regulate video games to stop mass shootings, you also gotta regulate movies. Yeah, because they're the same. Yeah, people think like, oh, but you have control over the character. That's no yeah, different. Yeah, it's no different. Control like you don't it, actually have control over. The, like yeah. it's not shooting using a controller versus an actual gun is night and day. You can't even pet dogs in half of these video yeah. games. You know what I mean? You so. can't do everything that you want. Stick this. But anyway, loot boxes are getting regulated. Uh, so that's good. So hopefully this will cut down on all the controversies involving loot boxes. It'll make people more aware that loot boxes are in games rather than just being surprised by them, like it's, what happened with Star Wars. It's good that the ESA is cutting this off yeah. before it becomes like a big, even though it has become a big yeah. problem. And other governments are regulating yeah. it, so they're but, like, before America regulates it, we gotta cut this off. Yeah, let's let's fix. Do this. our actual damn job. Yeah, and I think this is a good start to. You know, it's not not just self-regulation, but also, like, teaching consumers, like, what loot boxes are, what the potential, like, hazards of them could be. Correct. And maybe this will also make the publishers make loot boxes more fair. Yes. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, if they have to Cause, display the actual Because, you know, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo don't allow AO-rated games on their system. So True. maybe they might not allow games with loot boxes over a certain pos- uh, probability rate. Hey, do you think this will make uh, Nintendo release the probability of heroes moves in Smash Brothers? No. Because that's yeah. not a microtransaction. Well, it's a DLC character. It is a DLC character. What's the probability I'm going to get uh, kaboomed? Yeah. <laughs> or thwacked? Well, you're not paying for each thwack. No, you're not. You're right. So. Um, this is good. Yeah, this is this is good news. Yes. Good job, ESA. You did yeah, one thing right. You did one thing right. Uh, AJ says, in all caps, you can pet dogs because that will dampen the effects of the hypnosis. Duh. Oh, the hypno. Like, yeah. Video games are hypnotized. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I'll try to plot through this one. 2K Games defends unnecessary actions against YouTuber who shared Borderlands 3 leaks. So I watched this video. Yeah. I still don't know what happened. Okay. Um, I think I'll try to summarize it as best I could. Uh, The situation dates back to April, um, according to testimony from Supmato, who who did not disclose his real name. Uh, Basically, a trailer for a Twitch extension called EchoCast that could be used in Borderlands 3 included information for a private Twitch account that was being used to test the feature. The exposed accounts weren't discovered by Submato, he pointed out, uh, but were posted to forums like Reddit. Um, 
Although the channel's content wasn't viewable, the thumbnails were. So Submato, uh, who covers Borderlands quite a bit on his channel, used the thumbnails to make videos about Borderlands 3. Since the thumbnails were on Twitch, Submato believed that they were public domain, but he then received several copyright strikes from 2K, uh, and YouTube's current copyright policy state that visual works count, like uh, paintings, posters, and pictures. That can count as uh, you can get copyright struck for them. So wait, back up. He got copyright claims for thumbnails? Yeah, because he used the thumbnails that Twitch put that uh, 2K put up on their private Twitch account that, that were still being that were still accessible to the public. So it wasn't so that was a leak? Those thumbnails? Kind of. It's kind of a leak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was accidentally it was, put yeah, out. It was accidentally made public. It was supposed to be a private Twitch account. Okay. So he, he used those thumbnails to make videos about Borderlands. Okay. And that's and that was enough to like copyright strike a lot of his videos. Okay, you can keep keep All right. uh, a 2K representative declined to comment on whether the private Oh, that was the other thing too. Uh, the copyright claims came after two private investigators who, uh, who were hired by 2K allegedly came to Submato's house in July to discuss various things relating to the channel, the live stream that was, and the live stream that was discussed on the channel. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah. The two that, that's why I watched the video and I was like, what did he do? Yeah. I don't get what he did to have he, private investigators come yeah. to his house. He he you he basically reported on thumbnails he found on Twitch on a Twitch channel that was supposed to be private or was private but like the thumbnails are still viewable and then uh, they sent two private investigators and co copyright struck a bunch of his videos. That's that's crazy. A 2K representative declined to comment on whether the private investigators contracted by the, by its parent company were indeed sent to Submato's house. Instead, 2K representative told The Verge that the company will take the necessary actions to defend against leaks and infringement of our intellectual property that not only potentially impact our business and partners. The information he's sharing about the situation is incomplete and in some cases untrue, the representative said. Not only were many of his actions illegal, but they were negatively impacting the experiences of other content creators and our fans in anticipation for the game. The situation has prompted backlash from other content uh, creators and the gaming community. A hashtag, hash, uh, Boycott Borderlands 3 started uh, spreading on Twitter following the release of Submato's video. And other commentary videos on the issue from fellow YouTuber creators uh, have helped the hashtag trend. I checked first thing in the morning when I checked Twitter, that was trending. And I'm like, ooh, are people finally getting on my bandwagon? Like, no, this happens. <laughs> oh, like, because <laughs> like, you don't like Borderlands. Yeah. Um, sentiment towards Gearbox and 2K has been increasingly negative as of late following controversies and fallout related to its exclusive its exclusivity deal with Epic Games for the PC release of Borderlands 3 and this recent spat with the YouTubers adding fuel to the fire. Um, nowhere in this article is it mentioned the fact that uh, Randy Pitchford, the uh, like president or whatever of Borderlands, is a crazy person and also a jerk and the, possibly a pedophile. The president of Borderlands. Yeah. <laughs> um, Randy Pitchford, what else did he do? Uh, he he beat up the voice actor who plays Claptrap. No, no I mean... <laughs> oh, he works for Rooster Teeth now, that guy. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, there you go. Um, well, he's the, he's the main guy at Gearbox. Yeah, so he was did just, he have anything to do with Duke Nukem? Yeah, he bought the Duke Nukem franchise, uh, okay. like put out Duke Nukem Forever, and it came out in the state it's in. I don't necessarily blame that for him because that game's been in development for God knows how long. Uh, he was also like the 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 ringleader of Alien Isolation, not Isolation. That's the good one. 
Alien, <laughs> Aliens, Colonial Marines. Oh, the one that he, was coming out forever and then came out and nobody liked it. Yeah, he's the one saying like, "This is this is the true sequel to Aliens. We're fans of the movie. We're doing," it. and it was just just utter crap. Right. Um, and he still doesn't see anything wrong with the game. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is absurd. And it he in this guy's what's the YouTuber's name again? Uh, Submato. Submato. He came out with this video and was like i'm not gonna be making videos for a while uh yeah i don't even know if i'm gonna play the game anymore yeah he said i'm absolutely on hiatus for making videos as i figure out what to do i want to give myself time to be depressed he got seven copyright claims on yeah. the video and then they all got redacted except for one yeah and a claim is much worse than just no no no. strikes are the bad ones yeah uh I think did he get strikes or claims? I, think I get them claims. confused. Yeah, because he said that if you get three, he got strikes. Okay, that's because yeah. he said if, if he you got, got three, several. I think he got seven. This article says several. Well, he what he got a lot. Yeah, and then all of them got redacted except for one. Yeah, so he got one strike because of the thumbnail. Yeah, that's absolutely insane for a thumbnail that they leaked themselves. Yeah. And I originally thought that maybe he broke an embargo. That I can no, understand yeah. breaking an embargo and having private investigators come to your house. Yeah, uh, it, that's still excessive. Yeah, but uh, that's a little bit more understandable. Maybe he like signed a contract and broke it. Yeah, like, that makes sense. But no, but, he he found something of his own accord of a, from a two K made Twitch channel that they didn't make private, and he's reporting on it. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Screw these guys. Yeah. Screw Gearbox. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Gearbox I don't even want to play this game anymore. I know. Like, that's scary. Imagine that. I know. Imagine you freaking like, retweet a thumbnail yeah, or like a all, picture all that somebody like, put up on Reddit. You know, your life is flipped upside down. Because this is the thing. Even if it is embargoed, if uh, somebody else leaks information, you can report on that information through the words of that other person. Yeah. Like, if everybody's talking about the 8-Bit Do controller, like, if last week everybody was talking about how the 8-Bit Do controller had a new D-pad, mm-hmm. I could be like, Kotaku says it has a new D-pad. Yeah. You know? And that's po- perfectly within my right. Yeah. Uh, so, screw Gearbox. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyway. That's it, right? Yeah, that's it. I just want to point out that Apex Legends... Has a new uh, solo mode coming out. For a limited time. Uh, <laughs> which is... My one problem with Apex Legends is that you have to play with two yeah. other people. It's only teams of three. Mm-hmm. And that's super annoying. Because when you want to play alone, you're going to get trampled by a team of three that's actually working together. Yeah. Versus your team where everybody's screwing around everywhere else. Yeah. Now you get a solo mode. It's only going to be uh, from August 13th to the 27th. Which I think is a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apex Legends tweeted and said, Next week, only one can reign. The Iron Crown uh, collection event features all new solos. Limited time mode begins 8-13. I want to play this. I don't know if I will, because there's too many many things coming out. Yeah, I'm probably not. You've never played Apex Legends. No. I played uh, Titanfall 2. That's great. I mean, Apex Legends is awesome. Yeah. but again, the one thing that was missing was a solo mode, and now mm-hmm. there's a solo mode, so um, I want to try it. So that starts August 13th, ends 27th. I recommend giving it a try. It's a free game. Mm-hmm. If you got a PlayStation or an Xbox or a PC, worth it. All right, next is 
I want to know about this. Okay. So uh, last year, you know, the CWDC shows, they do like, you know, the big crossover every year. Last year was Elseworlds. Um, and then at the end of it, they tease that this year, 2019's event is going to be the Crisis on Infinite Earths, mm-hmm. which if you know anything about that, is the craziest thing DC has ever done. Mm-hmm. And it pulled it off somehow. And what year was that? 1985. Mm. So this year... The CW is going to do the Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's going to combine a whole bo- all their shows together, plus all different parallel universes together. Um, Brandon Routh is going to be Superman again, reprising his role from the movie as that's, the Kingdom Come version of Superman. That's crazy. Burt Ward is, co- is going to be on the show. R- 60s Robin is going to be on the show. We don't know who he's playing. He might be 60s Robin, just grown up now. And, but the cream, but like the cherry on top of all this is that Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman for the past 20 odd years, will now get to play Bruce Wayne in live action as part of the CW Crisis on Infinite Earth. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yes. <laughs> but how old is Kevin Conroy? He's like in his 60s. Yeah. And I was like, that's a perfect age for this Batman. Yeah. But how old is Burt Ward? Also probably in the 60s. Really? I thought yeah. he'd be like 80. No. Because that would make a little bit more sense yeah. if he was in the 60s. Burt Ward is 74. Yeah, like okay, he's old, so, yeah. dude. <laughs> like him playing Robin would be weird. It would be very weird. Kevin Conroy is 63. Okay. And he's from Long Island. Oh. So. We'll see you at the expo. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I've... Like maybe watched a couple of clips of these shows online because there's just too much of it. So is this going to be a series or is this going to be like a big movie? Event? This is going to be like uh like a five night events because mm-hmm. they have like they got Arrow, they got the Flash, they got Supergirl, they got Legends of Tomorrow, they got Batwoman now, and each each epi- each one is going to be another part mm-hmm. of this. So like it's going to be they had the <clears throat> they had the schedule up before it was like night one is the flash then night two is supergirl and then night three is whatever and it's just you know gonna keep going until it ends so it's gonna be like a mini series over the course of like a month now i'm not a fan of these series not that i think that they're bad i think they're probably great i yeah. just don't want to watch them there's so much of it there's, there's like too much. eight seasons of arrow that's ending this year that's too much there's like five seasons of the flash five seasons of Supergirl. also i don't like the production quality of a lot of tv stuff Th- this stuff is pretty cheap like, <laughs> like you're not gonna lie i like movies and i like youtube stuff yeah and like tv is some weird middle ground where like the production quality is like trying really hard but yeah. just misses the mark it's like the weird uncanny valley yeah um i'm i really want to watch this yeah i'm very curious about this how do i watch this um it'll be on the cw so how do i watch this digitally at my own pace <laughs> uh probably have to log into like the cw app mm-hmm. uh so it starts on sunday december 8th with supergirl Mm-hmm. And then Monday, December 9th is Batwoman. Uh, and then part three will be The Flash on Tuesday, December 10th. And then part four is going to be in January on the 14th with Arrow. I don't like that. I only want to see Kevin Conroy. Yeah. And then uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow will be the fifth and final part. That will also be Tuesday, December, uh, January 14th. So the first... You know, three in December, and then the Christmas break, and then two in January. 
That's terrible scheduling. Yeah. I'm just, just like a comic book event. <laughs> I'm just going to wait for it all to be out and yeah. somebody tell me which episodes have Kevin Convoy in them. Yeah. I suspect he's not going to be in much. Probably not. Because uh, for some reason, voice actors and live action never cross. Yeah. They don't. I mean, people well, don't Kevin like Conroy do that is originally reason. like a an actual actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he started off as like doing stage plays. He went to Juilliard actually the same year as like Robin Williams and Christopher oh. Reeve and all those guys. Um, but yeah, he's been on like movie. He's been in like movies and TV shows and stuff. And like Batman was actually his first voice acting role. So, hey, we got Castlemania in the chat. What's up? Man? Oh, hey, bro, how's you going? Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's awesome. I will. Watch all of them. <laughs> Good. You tell me where yeah. Kevin Conroy is I, and I, if it's I worth watching. I know enough about these shows to get by. Like, I don't have the time or energy to watch any of these, like, from start to finish. I don't care about jumping in on stuff. I feel like if I jump in, I'll get the gist, Yeah, you know? I mean, I know enough about Arrow and Flash from, like, other things that I can, like, get in on it. But this is this is all good. Uh, Paul says Mark Hamill is rumored to be playing the Joker in CW Infinite Crisis. That rumor sounds like people. Yeah, are just that, like, that's the thing it's about not like an obvious guess. That's the thing about this because like Bert, when Burt Ward was announced, everybody like instantly went, "Oh, you know what that means? Linda Carter is also going to play Wonder Woman in it." I'm mm-hmm. like, no, that doesn't mean that. <laughs> Don't report that. This would all be awesome. She though. might be in it because she plays the president on Supergirl, but that doesn't mean she's playing Wonder Woman. Mark Hamill's looking good now. Oh yeah, because he had to get like his Star Wars body. Yeah. So so he that's that would be yeah. great. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that that will be good. Uh, f- we have one last story here. Yeah, real quick. That I could care less about. Andy Serkis <laughs> is directing Venom too. That's it. Wow. Uh, I mean, it, it's big because Andy Serkis, like, not that he's like a big name director, but he's like he's a big name overall, and he's jumping in to do Venom, a movie that sucks. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully he'll make a better movie than the last Venom movie we got. Uh, supposedly, people were saying like, it's all like the reason why the last Venom movie was bad is because of all the studio intervention. So that could also maybe, happen with this. Maybe, but I don't know. Also, Tom Hardy, like Tom Hardy, did you see Venom? Nope. He plays the weirdest Eddie Brock. And it, it, the weirdest Venom by extension. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so bizarre. You know? I'm probably never going to see it. Mm-hmm. Unless the second one's amazing. Mm. Which, I highly doubt it. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's, why are they doing this? Like, the, the Spider-Man has, movies are so good right Sony now. Sony has the Spider-Man license, mm-hmm. so they can pretty much do whatever they want. They pretty much just license Spider-Man proper out to Marvel. We need Venom in the Marvel yes. universe. Yes. So stop doing what you're doing, Sony. Yeah. <laughs> you're ruining it. Yeah. All right. That's and it. That's it. Uh, let's do the Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! I got to pull uh this is i forgot which one i picked okay this one's hard to explain what's going on here for the podcast listeners uh this Uh, is from (laughs) amika e-m-e-k-a-n-u yeah uh it says you you have no idea how long i've been laughing at this lmao uh it's mystique and then like a reaction of like the black guy who's like yeah all smiles and then it's 
also him all smiles next to him being like what the hell yeah because mystique turned Turned into him him. it's funny it's funny funny. but it's horrible when you explain it all right now is when we talk to you people yes as always you can reach us on twitter using the hashtag wolfden live if you left a comment on last week's wolfden live this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you and of course ladies and gentlemen watching at home please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else uh, how far back do I want to go? That's a good question. Uh, let's do this one. Josh, just a hair. Just a heads up. Episode 200 will be on October 30th. If no skipped weeks, have any plans for it? No. We'll yeah. probably dress up. Oh, yeah. I guess we'll have to. It's Halloween. The yeah. day, the next day would be Halloween. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. That's all. Yeah. Like, ooh, we do this. Mm. I've always wanted to do this at the YouTube space because we have the capability. Yeah. However, uh, they close at nine. Yeah. So, I mean, we do this now or earlier, but that's still not enough. Yeah. Also, I hate going to the YouTube space yeah, now because the they YouTube were assholes space is not as time. fun as it, they make it out to be. Yeah. Last time we were there, they were like a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Like, and I get it. Like, YouTubers typically don't know how to use like all the fancy equipment yeah. that they got. We're just a bunch of schmucks. But like, all right, we know what we're doing. Yeah. Little skeet skeet. Sup, my Lake Tabros. <laughs> He's good at this. Thoughts on what a PS5 could do outside of just a performance bump to set themselves apart? I know they have great exclusives, but I think with the way the Switch has dominated, they are going to need to bring something special. Here's the deal. Sony is dominating. Right. Nintendo's dominating too, yes. but Sony is still on top Nintendo is catching up to Sony at a very rapid pace, mm-hmm. but Sony is the top dog right now in the console wars of this generation. Yeah. Um, I don't think... I think what Sony needs to do to set themselves apart is keep doing what they're doing. I think a, a hardware revision is all they need yeah. because Nintendo is portable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft is going to be focusing on their service or streaming. Right. So... Sony is setting themselves apart by not doing anything different, <laughs> mm-hmm. in my opinion. They said like they're they're focusing on like putting in an SSD in their system so that everything loads faster. SS this D. Yeah. What's exactly. Up? What's up, Will? <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah. I mean that also I think uh they're finally going to embrace backwards compatibility again. Yes. So they've been working pretty hard mm-hmm. on that. But like all generation backwards compatibility. Yes. They've been slowly doing it on their old stuff, uh, like the PS4 and PlayStation 3, and it hasn't been very good. Yeah. But it sounds like the the stuff that they were talking about with what they're doing with the PS5, it sounds like they're going to do some sort of backwards compatibility sitch. Sergio says, hey, Bob, the past week I modded my Switch after rewatching your video on uh, changing the Switch's shell and making the dock portable. Took me a week while I was looking for some screws. My Switch fell and the ribbon rail broke off. Bought a new rail and fixed it. Damn. Well, okay. (laughs) Wait, why did you have to do all that? Yeah. Did you put... Oh, you put it... So you put a backplate on it? He didn't even show a picture of the backplate. <laughs> the backplate 
putting a new backplate on the Switch is just not worth it. Yeah. The new the backplates that I've seen the aftermarket ones just aren't even good looking. You can kind of see it because he does a top view and you can see like green. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. yeah. The I mean the modding the dock to be portable is great. Yeah. Uh somebody put on uh Reddit that the official Nintendo website is selling refurbished docks for only forty dollars. So I bought one. Wow. They don't come with a charger though. Ah. But I have a charger somewhere. Yeah. I broke one dock, so I need another dock. Did you see Walmart was selling chargers in store for like half price? No, like that's $15. awesome. $15. That's so cheap. I'm mad because there's, I passed by a Walmart on my way home from work. I was going to pick one up. Sold out. Rip. Yeah. Check the website. Uh, it's not. The, the sale isn't there anymore. Oh. Yeah. Uh, was, why is my computer freaking out? Um, Jordan, aka Super Saiyan, says, "What plans do you have for new merch or restocking any current slash old merch, like the hoodie that I want but is sold out? Loving what I have and want to buy more. You make great stuff." Insert plug for Wolf Den Apparel. WolfDenApparel.com. I was trying to sell out of old stuff so I could make new stuff. I wanted to do a summer line, and I dropped the ball on it uh, because I've been doing. I do everything, okay. I yeah. just, I, give me a break. He is the wolf then. I'm just here. <laughs> um, part-timer. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm, we're going to just do a fall line. Yeah. I wanted to do a summer line, but I dropped the ball on it. So I guess the next line is going to be the fall line. Um, I'm probably not going to restock old stuff until we do the fall line. Um, so that's because I want to sell out of the stuff we have already. Yeah. Uh, which we're almost kind of sold out of. Um, so... We're gonna we're gonna restock the hoodies though because yeah. the hoodies, I like the hoodies a lot, and yeah. you guys like the hoodies too. So the NES style hoodies, uh, those I will restock definitely. I don't the flannels probably won't be restocked. Um, the beanies might not be restocked. They might you, we might get a different type of beanie, oh, like a normal type of beanie. What would that be? What's a normal beanie? Like one that's not like this big and slouch over. Ah, no. Like the ones I wear for once. Maybe, maybe I was thinking of a new hat. Ooh, yeah, like a new trendier hat. Yeah. Um, oh, trendy. That's not me. Uh, it will be when we get the new hats. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we will get new apparel. But I won't restock things until we get the new uh, the new line. Anyway, Juicy Boys eighty five sent this a, a meme. Yeah, it says this gamer has the world's largest video game collection with more than twenty thousand. And that says the media. Now this is an Avengers level threat. I get it. That's what they do. Ha ha ha. Topical. Last one, Leonardo Galindo says, GBA Consolizer is, in my opinion, a very awesome product that I want to purchase. Bob, I recommend you to watch Jojo Bizarre's, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It has become one of my favorite anime of all time. Also, Will, what yes. JLA series or arc would you recommend for someone to start? Um, I have a video on it, actually. Uh, how to get started reading JLA. It's different because it's not one particular run or arc it's like spread out over the course of like years uh it's basically if you want to know the in canon history of the justice league if you want uh, particulars uh jeff john's work on the new 52 was excellent um so you can read that grant morrison's late 90s stuff on jla and then immediately after mark wade's stuff on jla was very good uh okay i'm cherokee keeps telling me to read scott snyder's current work and that's not bad it's not my favorite, and I kind of wish he stopped asking me to read him, but <laughs> I do it anyway. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of turned off by the style of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I think yeah. it looks kind of bizarre. Bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. Um, I've been watching season two of One Punch Man. I finally figured out my whole Hulu account situation. Yeah. I just made a new one. I'll <laughs> uh, do it. Um, One Punch Man season two, not that good compared to season one. No, that's season just... one was amazing. Yeah. Season two. I'm like, come on, man, just do something. Mm-hmm. All this stuff's going on. This is yeah. like light spoilers, I guess. All this stuff's going on. Like, there's monsters all over the city, and One Punch Man is doing a like a like a martial arts tournament. Yeah, in the middle of it, it's it's like, come on, go do something, man. You're not doing anything here. Anyway, um, now we're on to last week's Wolf Den Live. Yes, Todd Kilgreen and our. Comments of last week's Wolf Den Live said, My respect went up a notch for Will when he said, Spirit Bomb. I know my DBZ. I don't, apparently. Uh, Nan Nano C says, Hey guys, love your videos. Man, I was driving on my way home and I heard this part that Bob said about, Can you shoot Hitler in the nuts when you guys brought up Sniper Elite 2? That was just so funny, dude. It just made me crack up. Just to let you guys know, your content is awesome, and the Game Boy is a classic, man. I was just too little to really get into it. I wasn't making a... I was... Like, it's all fucking games that you could shoot Hitler in the nuts, but that's actually in... That's a thing in the game. Like, it goes into, like, slow motion bullet time where you see the bullet go into his sack and knock a ball out. And they render his sack tiny. I didn't know that yeah. part. You can look it up on YouTube. You could straight yeah. up shoot Hitler in the nuts and you watch his balls pop. Yeah. It's great. I mean, you can do that with all the Nazis in the game. True. But Hitler's, they, you know, they specifically gave him a tiny sack. <laughs> Kiefer Rashad, Rashad says, uh, much respect for the deep cover reference. You earned one hood point. <laughs> there you go. Um, D12-2086. My most memorable moment with the Game Boy TM is going over to my friend's house at one in the morning to play Castlevania. I never played the Game Boy Castlevania. I played uh, Game Boy Advance yeah, Castlevania. Circle the Moon. A yeah, lot. that was a very good game. David H three seven three on the topic of FIFA on Switch. EA's Frostbite engine is hard to optimize for Switch as it was developed to run high fidelity graphics and particle effects on powerful game consoles and PCs, specifically for sports games. Sports games? I don't uh, know if Frostbite was for sports no, games. No, keep reading. EA has been using the, this engine for more and more games of uh, genres of games, much to their developers' dismay. Look towards what developers had to say about Mass Effect and Andromeda. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. They simply got uh, caught with their pants down when the Switch uh, released, and they w- don't want to admit it to investors they will live and die by frostbite because it costs too much to develop. Uh, Mass Effect developers uh, claim the engine was so poorly suited to develop their game, they had to manually program tools for third-person camera, cinematics, physics, particle effects, and facial animations. The frostbite engine was made by DICE specifically to make Battlefield games, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. But EA, in all their infinite wisdom, decided that's the engine we're going to use for every single game that we make. For our, all of our sports games, all of our Need for Speed games, all, like all the Mass Effect games, everything will now be in Frostbite. And it doesn't work most of the time. 
I'll say that this is a very good example of a publisher forcing an engine that just is not like gonna yeah. work. But a lot of publishers do this. Yeah, Ubisoft does it with uh, Snowflake. Yeah, uh, that's the divisions thing. Yeah, uh, they force developers to use that too. But, but at least there, they're making like similar games. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yes, they are. Yeah, like <laughs> Need for Speed is not the same thing as Battlefield, which is not the same thing as Mass Effect. Right. You know, you know, EA wants everything to be, you know, everything to use in one thing, regardless if it's FIFA or Star Wars. Yeah. I will say Ubisoft sometimes uses Unreal. Yeah. Which is... Uh, yeah. So, so, Appa- so they're a little more lenient. Apparently, Respawn mm-hmm. is exempt from this because they used the Source engine on Titanfall and they're using it for Jedi Fallen Order. Wow. Yeah. That's actually awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Amy Henning's Star Wars game, Ragtag, the one that got canceled, that had to use uh, Frostbite. Yeah, I heard... In that uh, post-mortem, yeah. I heard that that was a major reason why that got canceled. Yeah. was because they were forced to use that engine and it just wasn't working. It wasn't designed to make an Uncharted-style video game. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Trying to force Frostbite onto the Switch is probably a big problem. Yeah. Uh, again, shame on you, EA. Yeah. You're making bad moves. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting a whole engine is it costs a lot of money yeah you know as and to use somebody else's engine also costs a lot of mm-hmm. money because they want to show everybody that frostbite is the engine to use yeah um but suck it up yeah and just use unreal for some stuff you know ubisoft's doing it and they're just fine yeah sarah demko says the first system i owned was game boy with mario six coins my first love that was the first one the second one second one yeah okay then that one's a good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all good. They're all good. But that one's, that one's better. Significantly better. All right. Now we're in the actual chat with you people. Yes. Uh, where are we here? We got some super chats. Oh, we did, did yes. we? A uh, little reckless with $2. Did you get to pick the color? Oh, I read that already. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Gushin with, uh, became a member here on YouTube. Oh, thank thank you. you. And Sergio Ario uh, with $2. Just wanted to see the insides. The rail was loose. Oh, he's talking about the freaking switch he modded. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this guy <laughs> talking about? Um, oh, okay. Oh, so you did all that because the rail was loose. Okay. That makes sense. If you're opening it up anyway, why mm-hmm. not change the backplate out? He also says, I'm planning on changing the Joy-Con shells too, but I want to change the shells of used gray Joy-Cons with color Joy-Cons, the SL and SR will still show the original color. Mm. Uh, we got Mitch Tran, uh, Train to Phyllis in the chat who says, no, that's not the one I wanted to read. But anyway, he says, yeah, the EA Ignite engine disappeared very quickly when Frostbite showed up. Yeah. I don't even remember that. I forgot what games that used that was used in. My chat is all messed up. Somebody asked how many hours I have in, in uh, uh, Mario Maker. I think I have a little over 70. No, I can't be right. Yeah. You read one. I'm going to get my switch. Okay. Uh, all right. Give me something good, people. 
Panda Angie, the first console I owned was the N64 playing Pokemon Stadium, the good old days. I barely played Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. We could never get the transfer pack to work properly. Did we even have one? Because we used to rent it. Yeah, we rented Yeah, it came with it. When you rented oh, it from when you rented it? yeah. Uh, 80 hours or more. Damn. Guess how many hours I have in Smash Brothers? 100. 220. Damn. I was not expecting that. Me neither. My top games on my Switch are Mario Maker with 80 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, 220 in Smash Brothers, which is probably the most I have in any game. Yeah. 70 or more in Mario Odyssey, which is wrong because i remember it saying 90 at one point mm. um there was a time where there was one update that like wiped some of your hours yeah um and pokemon has 50 or more so wow. it goes smash brothers mario maker pokemon no wait no smash brothers mario maker odyssey pokemon pokemon's a long ass game yeah i said that and people were making fun of me saying it's Long if you're bad at it. No, it's Screw a you. It's game. a long yeah. ass game. <laughs> uh, I just had one. Uh, Jake Gamer seventy eight. Bob, when are you going to get a dog? I would love a dog, but then I have to take care of a thing, and I can't take care of myself. Yeah. So I need to take care of myself first. Yeah. Then I can take care of a thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I feel bad like getting a dog. And then, like, leaving it in the house when yeah. you're not there. It's, I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, you need, like, a spouse or something, you know, yeah. if you're going to have get a dog so you can, like, You need, off. like, a partner to, like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. I mean, I love... Yeah. I freaking love dogs. But you need... Yeah. I, I need... I would need help taking yeah. care of a dog, and I don't want to... I don't want to do that. I got enough problems. Um, uh, Dreamcast 27 I'm decorating my game room where did you get where do, can I get a Sonic statue like yours that one okay we got a lot going on here yeah also I hold on I tweeted something in defense of Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps he said something about some animator or yeah. something and then I was like yo he's not everybody freaked out on him and I was yeah. like yo he didn't say anything that crazy everybody chillaxed yeah. a little bit uh, people were like uh yeah, well, you must not care about all the garbage he says about Sonic fans. <laughs> Apparently, I don't think he says anything about Sonic fans. I, don't I think know. he just doesn't like Sonic yeah. fans. Don't tell me. Yeah. Don't come at me saying I don't know anything about. Anyway, uh, that's from First Four Figures. Yeah. Very expensive. I got it as a gift. Probably don't get it. Yeah, it might um, be out of print, too. Also, they make amazing Sonic statues. Yeah. They have a lot that they currently sell mm-hmm. that are also awesome but they're very expensive um that was in a loot crate that metal yeah uh the metal sonic um there's the sonic amiibo yeah the big metal sonic and the big actual regular sonic those i got from toys r us yes r.i.p r.i.p those are just basically like what twenty dollars each they the were big... like fifteen dollars yeah except now they're really expensive they're very expensive yeah. apparently they were rare or something yeah uh, and you took them out of the box. I took them out of the box, and now they're over there. Yeah. So again, don't buy those. Yeah. They're expensive. I got really lucky. Yeah. Uh, and then that is probably, honestly, the cheapest thing. Yeah. Besides the amiibo, is the uh, Sonic Mania, Sonic Mania Special Edition Collectors, yeah. whatever. Uh, that go ahead and buy. That's probably like fifty yeah. bucks or something. 
Um, Lethal Storm says, wait, you like Sonic? Surprise! <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll take like a couple more. Yeah. Aiden says, how is the 8-bit do controller? I'm waiting for it to come to Australia. I will do a whole video on it. As of right now, it feels great. That's about all I can mm-hmm. say about it. Uh, I'll do tomorrow when I stream. I'll have more uh, thoughts on it. Uh, Tadams587 says, I want to know if the cartridges are as fast as SD on new Switch. It's not going to be any different. Yeah. It's not going to be any different. Um, Joshua says, I just beat Breath of the Wild for the first time this week with 110 hours or more. Congratulations. Nice. That's a long undertaking. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Brandon says 490 hours in YouTube here. Oh, God. That's how much he watches YouTube on the Switch. <laughs> I don't think I've ever... No, I did once. I did once to see how it worked, and then I did again. So that it looked like I was playing Smash Brothers on my Switch. I did for it for a video. I did it because I didn't have like because uh, when I'm in the kitchen, I like to you know watch videos while like I cook or do dishes, and my iPad was charging, so I propped up my Switch and I played YouTube on there while I was cooking. <laughs> I wish I could prop up my Switch. Oh, I use the the Satisfy grip. Oh, you bastard! No, way, I'm trusting that kickstand. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. I have to. Oh, oh whoa, my what God. the hell! I guess it's not it. Hey, Nick. Thanks for thanks for sponsoring this episode yeah. of the Wolf Den. Jesus Christ, Nick Lovier with three hundred bones. The biggest super chat we might have ever yeah, gotten in our lives. Definitely ever gotten. Uh, I just started playing DC uh, Universe Online. That's not what that, that says. That is not it. That is DC Extended Universe. That's the movie universe. <laughs> On Switch. It's I. I wish they would do a DC Fantasy Star-like game. Thanks, uh, man. Thank you. Uh, I that for- should have been your video this That should have been. I, well, I totally forgot that DC Universe was coming out on Switch. Mm-hmm. And then Greg Miller started tweeting, it. it's out and I'm back in the game. So AJ <laughs> showed me that tweet and was like, uh, is this worth a Sunday stream? And I said, no. Unless we I can should, get Greg Miller to play with us. I should check it out. Because like that's, that's a game I feel like if anything's going to get me into MMOs, it's going to be that. Uh, I think that would be worth you playing for like a couple hours and making a video about yeah. it. Because what else is happening next week? Yeah. I mean, I have an idea for next week, but... No, is is I, it time sensitive? Kind of. I mean, I, we talk about it off stream. We'll talk about yeah. it. Uh, hey, Nick. Thanks for all that money. Yeah. I'm not going to spend it on strippers. <laughs> We're going to spend it on uh, more games. Probably. Yes, at the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo. Oh, yeah. We'll be there this weekend. This weekend. Saturday August, and Sunday. Yeah, August 10th and 11th. Sunday. Yes. We have a panel at 3.30. So we hope to see you there if you're at Long Island Retro Gaming yes. Expo. Uh, we don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. No idea. Should we bring something? What would we bring? I don't know. <laughs> Party favors? Yeah. I don't know. But we'll see you there. We'll see mm-hmm. some of you there. I want to hang out with everybody because yeah. we're in our hometown. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf If you can't make the show for any reason at all, 
We always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Stop asking me. <laughs> if you listen to us on any of those platforms, of course, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective stores, especially Spotify because we're the new kids in town and we want to kick the doors open and kick everybody's ass. Yes. Uh, also, we have a Clips channel. Yes. Uh, Wolf Den Clips. That is the new uh, place you can go. Just get little bite-sized chunks of this very episode. So if you just want to send a little bit of it to your friend, or if you have, if you know somebody who doesn't want to watch the whole thing, send them over there so they can get all the important parts of this show. Yes. And of course, Wolf Den VODs, where you can catch all the uh, replays of Bob's live streams. Yes, the gameplay streams. Yes. Uh, yeah, Wolf Den Clips is a great way to ease other people into the podcast. Yes. So you don't have to share the whole thing. You can just share a little clip. Be like, hey, this is what these people have to say about the new Switch revision. Mm-hmm. Um, that link will be in the description. We don't have a vanity URL yet. No. Thank you guys for hanging out. I'll see you this weekend, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'll also see you on twitch.tv slash Wolf Den. And special thanks to Nick uh, Louvier for sponsoring this episode. Yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> we'll see you later. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Where's my buy button?